bells of the Temple Paramount tolled out across the city streets, waking Jackson, paladin of Gladine, roughly from his slumber. He pushed long blonde hair from his eyes and went to the window and watched the first of Palin's spring rains fall on its capital. The bells tolled again, calling citizens to rush inside. Jackson watched them scurry like mice from his perch. He scoffed to himself at the Temple Paramount, standing in the shadow of the Paladin Academy, which was better known as the Peak here in the city. He chuckled at the temple full of lay clergy. Sure, they knew the holy text better than anyone, but what did they really know of the deities, he thought to himself. They were just preachers, building shrines and temples across Saren, the leaders of the faithful, but not actual tools of the divine. They knew nothing. They knew nothing about the feeling of divine magic flowing through you. They didn't know about the dreams. Jackson put his hand against the rain-covered glass. Even though he'd only received it a month or so earlier, the jagged scar that marked his sword hand front and back already felt familiar to him. A cold draft brushed against Jackson as he dressed in his finer clothes, which included his best cherry blossom pink cape. He shivered, missing the warmth of Eva. He missed his city, capital, his shrine, and he missed the girls who visited. They'd become so kind to him since his recent duel with that thorn guy. Not two weeks after that fight, which the Never Knight had broken up, Jackson had received a summons to return to the peak immediately. He'd packed at once and traveled tirelessly, only arriving the night before to find that he was not alone in being summoned. All of the paladins dotted across Saren had been recalled to the peak. Jackson also discovered that he was to meet with Meralda twice slain, privately. His stomach turned over at that. What on Saren's green earth did she want with him? Jackson had rested, and now he'd dressed and eaten too. Meralda could be kept waiting no longer. He left his room, out into the common area of Gladine's hall. There, he walked under the pink and magenta banners of his hall. Old friends and schoolmates called out, and the familiarity of it all brought a smile to Jackson's face. But he had a meeting with Meralda twice slain, and promptly walked out of the hall, calling over his shoulder, Later, my people, I will bring bruise to his fellow members of the impassioned order, to which they smiled and called back similar farewells and promises of later revelry. He stepped out into the atrium, a massive open room that could have held a village or a large palace under its domed roof. It was the center of the peak. The circular atrium connected all six halls of the peak like spokes around a wheel. Even after years of study here, the size of Saren's largest building always left Jackson a little awestruck. Scattered about the endless floors of the atrium, circles of paladins in training were being taught. Some centered around chalkboards and books, others around pikes and swords, and even a few older students practiced harnessing their divine gifts. Jackson chuckled to himself, reminiscing about his own school days. The atrium had six massive doors around its circumference, each leading to a different deity's hall, and each was adorned with a colored banner. Green with gold trim for Yi's Mall, pure blue silk for Lady Mira next to it, then the gold, silver, and midnight blue banner of Ardo, followed by Gladine's pink one that hung above Jackson. After this was the black sigil of Lord Vita, while Tolerine's scarlet banner closed the atrium circle. Jackson strode off towards Tolerine's hall, which is where Meralda Twicelane's quarters were. He stuck to the edge of the atrium, not wanting to interrupt the various classes taking place in the center. As he walked the considerable length, nerves filled his stomach as the meeting drew closer. Jackson's route took him past Lord Vita's hall, and he attempted to hurry past the Black Banner. 
the silence emanating from the massive doorway did nothing to calm him. The solemn order of Lord Vita had no knights. The last one had died recently, and there had never been more than three knights of the Shroud at any one time in the whole history of the Peak anyways. So this hall was always quiet, if not silent. Jackson was happy to leave the empty hall behind him as he crossed its path. But his joy was short-lived. As he crossed under the Scarlet Banner of Talarine, Meralda Twicelane's valorous knights stared at him from what they were doing, and they stared in silence as he mounted the stairs. Jackson worried he might be sick. What did she want with him? Moralda twice slain, a human of less than thirty who commanded a whole order of paladins. Moralda twice slain, the professor of theology, one of the most prestigious teaching positions at the peak. She was notorious for her high standards, and Jackson had experienced them personally. Moralda twice slain, who had been killed once by the Queen of Assassins and once by a Hydra only to be resurrected both times in plain sight of hundreds of witnesses by her own goddess's direct intervention. Jackson approached her door, marked with her name in silver letters. Meralda twice slain. He knocked on the door, nervously adjusting his pink cape. Come in, was the only response. He opened the door, and there she was, black hair in a single braid that reached below her back, scarlet overcoat and amulet to Talreen resting on her breast. Her dark eyes bored into Jackson. Tell me, she ordered. What do you know of Duncan Selmy? <laughs>